0: Hello, good morning, Crack of Dawn to you. It's November 15th, and this is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. That's right. Let's get these blessings started. Dedicating today's podcast to Grayson, because sometimes you can just depend on someone. He's awesome. So thank you, Gray. And I also want to dedicate the podcast to Dee for her immediacy. Just the best kind of friend times 10. Thank you, Dee, so much. You're appreciated and loved. Okay, guys, let us pray. We're going to start with our prayers from the wilderness and come out of the woods. (laughs) In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, as I start this day, only you know what I will encounter. Realizing your watchful eye is my protection provides me with comfort and strength. It is my assurance I am not alone. Your watch over my life provides a barrier from hurt and harm. I praise you for watching over me so I do not have to swim through unfamiliar waters with no direction or plan. I know your intentions are all-encompassing and they include problems that surprise me but are not unknown to you. I praise you for guiding me with your eye from danger to safety, from darkness to light, from sorrow to joy. I am continuously amazed by your omnipresence. As you watch over me, you are simultaneously overseeing the affairs of the universe. The fact that you consider me to have significance in the grand scheme of the world is awesome. And it's proof of your unconditional love for me. I praise you for leading me away from people who desire to poison my mind and spirit and ushering in those who know your language of love and faith. But I also praise you for the unbelievers in my life for whom I can be a living example. Father, I am thankful every day is a new experience with you. I marvel at the ways in which you lead me. Sometimes it is morning prayers confirmed with a word from a sermon. Sometimes you place your discernment in my spirit. And sometimes it is a clear word from the Holy Spirit telling me what I need to do and where I need to go. But it is always, always your love being poured into my life. So, Lord, I praise you for your protection, your love, and your continuous leading and watchful eye. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 31, for you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Amen. John 10, when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Amen. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And I mean it. (laughs) Okay, I am reading today from the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible. And the question posed is What can I do to help change the spiritual and moral climate of my nation? Because of the problems we face in our country seem overwhelming, getting a grip on any of them is a big challenge. Yet God's word gives us reason for hope regarding our nation and the serious moral decline of our culture. According to 2 Chronicles 7, writing our national ship begins with God's people seeking him with earnest and contrite hearts. The following is the strategy God gives us for changing our country. Number one, we must humble ourselves. We must agree with God that we have sinned. We must take personal responsibility for how we as a country have failed to obey and glorify Him and love others in His name. Number two, we are to pray. Be willing to intercede for your land and for all who hold a public office. Also make a commitment to pray for the president, for those who counsel him, and for the members of the Senate and the House. If you are living in another country, will pray for your ruling government leaders. Pray even though your situation may seem unfair because God is committed to hearing your petitions And responding to your requests and number three we must seek his face we must want what God wants and obey him asking Lord what can I do where do I fit into your plan where can I have the most impact for the sake of your kingdom and when God gives us direction We must follow through on what he is telling us. We must not merely be hearers of his word, but doers. Amen. Now, these are some notes that I took from Charles Stanley. And he was talking about patience is the willingness to wait. So I'm going to make you wait for it. (laughs) We'll be right back with more. It's important. a limit to God's patience which means there will come a time when God's patience runs out and then this loving, gracious, kind, merciful God executes his wrath, his judgment, his righteousness, and his holiness upon the wicked. Judgment of God is coming. Our nation is the most blessed nation in the entire world. We have more wealth, we have more knowledge, more ways to come up with and invent the most awesome things that mind of man cannot even conceive of. We are talented, skilled, have the greatest opportunity to evangelize, we have the technical means to get the gospel to every single person on the face of this earth. We have it all and we are testing the patience of God. Here are the principles of the word of God. He is a very patient God, but he does not violate his own principles. You may be wealthy with prestige and prominence and feel that you can just explain your way out of everything over and over again. Well, no, you can't. We have a responsibility to live godly before him. Perfect? No, but godly. There will come a time when his judgment can no longer be withheld. So, I want to encourage you to stop. Think. Do not engage in any immorality. We cannot violate God's word in such a slanderous fashion and expect him to ignore it. He made it very clear in 2 Peter 3, The Lord is not slow in what he promises. What is his promise? If you sin, you will face judgment. I challenge you listeners to surrender your life to Jesus Christ and help us get this nation right with God. Father, we thank you for your patience. Not that we deserve it. We thank you for your love. We don't deserve that. We thank you for your mercy. We don't deserve it either. But we do ask for your mercy because of who you are. Cleanse us for a new beginning in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, cleanse us all for a new beginning. Amen. And now, God's promises for your life. It's actually God's promises day by day that we use for our life. <laughs> Proverbs 21, 21 says, He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness, and honor. Wisdom isn't for heaven. It's for now on this earth. Wisdom isn't just for the knowing. It's for the doing. Wisdom isn't for your mind. It's for your hands and feet to implement. God imparts wisdom so that you can make a difference in this world, so you can extend his kingdom, And so you can enter into the fullness of his blessings for you. Amen. Love it. I love praying. Luke 6.38 says, Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom hallelujah. The opposite of being self-centered is to be Christ-centered. It is to say what Christ wants is what I want. What pleases Christ is what I desire. The very same is true, my friend, for your relationship with Christ Jesus. You are going to have to lay aside your personal ambitions and desires, your time, material and financial resources and energy to enter into a deep relationship with Christ Jesus if you truly are to have fellowship with him you'll have a desire to open up and give yourself truly give of all aspects of yourself Amen and commanding your morning. It says, prayer creates change. Embrace this God life. Really embrace it. Mark eleven twenty-two, 22. And nothing will be too much for you. I urge you to pray for absolutely everything ranging from small to large. Include everything as you embrace this God life and you'll get God's everything. If prayer was a sport, then it would be a contact sport. Prayer is the contact point between heaven and earth. Or perhaps it is better said that the person who prays is that contact point. Your place of prayer is your place of power. Your place of prayer is your place of change management. We can create change through force of will and clever persuasion, but it won't last. Real irrevocable change only comes through prayer. Wow. Father, I commit to bear your light as an agent of change, in a world of darkness, I pray today with the confidence that you not only hear my prayers, but also delight in answering them. Allow me to tap into the realm of the supernatural so that I pray with divine insight and prophetic revelation. Father, open the heavens and pour out breakthrough. I will not abandon my post in prayer. I will persist in prayer until heaven invades earth. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. More prayer. And here's the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, enjoying one moment at a time, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, and not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may reasonably be happy in this life and supremely be happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power, Father. I ask you now to touch me with that same power, for if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection, Lord. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide for us In our hour of need, we will not fear anything for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us and that we are indeed covered in the blood of Jesus. We are reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. Let us all in his kingdom come together by loving one another, giving to one another, and above all, praising and worshiping his holy name. Amen. Thank you, Patty, for that prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Come back tomorrow. Do a few acts of kindness. you'll feel really good about it. Bye for now. You can visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support if you want to lend your support. We've got some big plans coming up for this podcast. And we'd love, love, love to have you on board. God bless.